What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are engaging heaven today. I'm James Levesque. Want to thank you for tuning in and making us a part of your day. What a week we're having, and we're talking about birthing promise. Monday, we talked, laid the framework. Yesterday, we talked about powerful story about Sarah considering him faithful. And then today, I want to talk about Hannah. One thing that kind of, I don't know, came in kind of bizarrely in Christianity was, you know, this whole notion of grace. Grace is one of the most powerful things on the planet, right? The empowering work of grace. But to take any subject to an extreme is dangerous. I watched people I loved and knew in ministry went so far off the track that It was literally like, why pray? Why do anything? It's all been done. That's unhealthy, friends. The Bible is very clear that they that hunger and thirst for righteousness will be filled. And when I look across the nation today at the filled factor that I see, I'm not sure there's a lot of hungering happening. It's so easy right now to just put it off, right? But I'll tell you, hunger matters. And thirsting after the things of God matter. And, you know, when we're talking about your life and what the Father wants to do through you, the reality is it's going to take some sort of hunger. You know, I went on a book tour. I'm still doing it from my book, Fire. If you haven't read it, you need to get it. Um, And the number one question I get asked, it's not even close, is where do you start? How do I get the fire? Where do you go? And the number one answer is it needs to be a desire. You're not going to receive in life something that you're not thirsty for. Because you thirst, right? We all we may thirst. I've said it many times. We're, you know, many of you are still kind of in a kind of like a weird post-quarantine life. But here's the bottom line. You, you have a Facebook life. Some of you too much. I'm sure you have a Netflix life and a Hulu life and a shopping life. And how's your prayer life? How's your life when it comes to praying, seeking God's face, hearing from heaven, believing for the impossible? And for so many today, that seems to be a moving target. Sarah was old and couldn't bear a child. Hannah was young and couldn't bear a child. And in 1 Samuel 15, we see the story of Hannah. It's really a powerful story. Hannah was barren. And the Bible says that she was so overcome with travail that the priest thought she was drunk the way she was acting. And there's this famous moment in 1 Samuel chapter 1, I'm sorry, 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 15, where Hannah like just drops the reality and it says this, but Hannah answered and said, no, my Lord, I'm a woman of sorrowful spirit. I've drunk neither wine nor intoxicating drink, but I've poured out my soul before the Lord. Do not consider your maidservant a wicked woman for out of my abundance of complaining and grieving. I've waited and haven't spoke till now. 
couple things there. What do you do when you're frustrated? You probably go and tell everybody. You know, I got a prophetic word at the beginning of the year. You want to talk about accurate prophetic words. And God visited this, this prophet and said, look, there's going to be so much uh, mudslinging this year. Like you're going to see ministers that have fallen. You're going to see believers left and right that are struggling. And there's going to be a temptation to rise up and just talk about them, curse them, speak negatively, speak venomous against them. And the Lord warned us, no, don't you do it. Because you're going to lose two things. Your health will fail and your finances will fail. That was actually the word of the Lord. Warning about the, the repercussions of sowing discord. Right, the Bible is very clear that we don't do that. And you know what? We all prepared our hearts, and when there was ample opportunity this year, we didn't do it. A lot of people did, and guess what? You figured it. It's happening. Yes, there's grace. Yes, you can repent and and see this thing changed. My point is, who are you complaining to when you're struggling? Are you backbiting and cursing to your friends? Or are you just pouring your soul out to the Lord in grief? Because complaining to the Lord is okay. He wants you to be real with him and share your heart with him. And that's what Hannah did. And the amazing thing is Hannah didn't turn to her neighbor in church and start like getting ticked off. She went to the Lord about her sorrow. And she said to the priest, look, man, I've not even said anything until now. I'm not drunk. I'm just crying out to God. I'm contending for the promise, sorry, if it disturbed you. And yeah, you guessed it. Verse 20 said Hannah received her child. Something happens, something happened in her contending that reversed barrenness. Contending matters. Are you contending for promise or are you complaining that hasn't happened? Are you contending for your destiny or are you constantly complaining of, the things in the past that didn't work out the way you thought. Don't do that. Be like Hannah and pour your soul out to the Lord and watch him fill the barren areas. This year's been a barren year. I'm saying overall in people's lives. It's been a lot of disruption. Maybe your finances, maybe your kid's school, maybe your health, maybe uh, you know your church, whatever's been disrupted. I'm telling you there's a by design coming. There's this that God is going to use all of this by design, and at the very same time, God is rising on the earth, a movement, an awakening, another, another uh, revival sweeping across this land. And the bottom line is you've got to make sure that you are contending for promise, that you're not complaining, that you're not using the gifts that God's given you negatively. I love friends. I love people that are close to me. I love sharing things. But we just don't, we don't cross that line. I was telling somebody the other day when we got married, you know, when you get married, man, that first couple of years is everything, right? Because you're establishing values. The way some people run their household blows my mind, man. The amount of like trash that's spoken of, the amount of gossip that goes on in the name of, well, it's just my husband, it's just my wife, it's just pillow talk, whatever. Nonsense, man. When we got married, we set a precedent that we were not going to trash people. We weren't going to talk negatively about them. This is just not what we're going to do in our household. It's not allowed. 
I'm not even talking about the, the some of y'all that get so demonic and even say dumb things like divorce and separation. That that isn't even in our vocab. Like we just knew that just from day one. We you know we're believers. We don't talk like that. Number two, we're not going to trash people. And so many people can't believe that. Like as a pastor, I do not go home and say, "Girl, do you know what happened to Betty?" Like I, it's just not what we do. I've been in meetings with my wife counseling people, and they've looked at my wife and said, did he fill you in? And she's like, no, he doesn't talk to me about this stuff. Friends, we don't do it. We don't do it. We keep our hearts pure. We keep the word of God in the forefront. We, don't, we just don't do it. And, and I remember we've had a lot of people helping us along the years in our homes and stuff. I remember my wife would get frustrated, I said, but she knows she's not going to complain. And I would tell her, be faithful with who God is giving you, and God will bring greater. Well, I remember we saved up a lot of money. She wanted to go shopping. There was like a Nordstrom anniversary sale, which I ironically I think was happening this week. So, uh, you know, hold your wallet. But the reality is she saved up a lot of money. I think, oh, she sold a couple of things. I think it was like 800 bucks, 1000 bucks. That's a lot of money, man. And we saved it up. And you know what happened? Uh, she bought all her, her, her clothes. It was beautiful. Well, we, had, we, had, we had someone helping us with the laundry. They took her clothes, they washed them, and they dried them, and they all shrunk. They're really expensive clothes. And I'll never forget looking in the laundry room as my wife opened the dryer, and all her new clothes were, were trashed. She was just, my wife is not like this crazy emotional type. She just was crying silently. And I looked over to her, and, and, and I just knew she wasn't going to complain. She wasn't going to run her mouth about how this guy's horrible, and how could he do this to me, and what kind of help do it? She didn't do any of that. And I walked over. I hugged her, put my arm around her. I said, honey, God will make up for it. Look, we're trusting people. We love people. We're not going to let $1,000 do it. You know what I mean? And some of you need to open your eyes and start contending and not complaining. Because Hannah didn't pour it out to somebody else. She poured it out for the Lord. That's it for today. We'll see you tomorrow. Love you. What's going on, everybody? Listen, I got a great announcement for you. After many years here on the broadcast of Engaging Heaven Today, we are transitioning and launching our television broadcast ministry. Can you believe it? Starting September 7th, September 7th, we are going to be launching five days a week. I know. Starting Monday, September 7th, five days a week across all the satellite platforms, Dish Network, DirecTV, and many of the cable platforms. All is going to be through CTN, Christian Television Network. You can also find us online and the CTN app. Tune in Monday through Friday starting at 12.30 p.m. East Coast time, 9.30 a.m. Pacific time. And let's get ready. It's called Breaking through with James Levesque. Get ready to break through. We need it in this nation. It's a timely moment. Pray for us. Partner with us. Thank you for supporting this broadcast. We love you.